0: Well, did you happen to see those images today? Some new ones released of taken by the James Webb Space Telescope. Uh, Google had them featured on their search page today. They are absolutely phenomenal. I, I wasn't exactly sure what I was looking at. The descriptions were quite lovely, um, but the images and just the clarity of the images is just mind blowing. Uh, when it was first described, you, you had the anti- yeah, you, that's what I, perhaps people would have expected, but just to see them actually. Published is, uh, and it's just the beginning. This is just the beginning. As uh, Eric Smith, the chief scientist for NASA's Astrophysics Division, said today, the world's vehicle for deepest space exploration is open for business. So NASA has indeed, NASA has indeed released new photos from its James Webb telescope today that offer a glimpse into dying stars and distant galaxies, to say the least. Uh, those images were released today during a broadcast. That was one day after the White House released the first image from the telescope. That was a big deal. Uh, Sarah Gallagher, who's a science advisor to the Canadian Space Agency's president, says it was an emotional day because the telescope has been more than two decades in the making. The Webb is, of course, a $10 billion partnership between NASA. NASA and the Canadian and European Space Agencies. Nat- Natalie willette is a web outreach scientist here. She says the instrument will now be turned over to the scientific community.
1: We're starting the scientific operations, so we're almost handing over the telescope to the scientists all over the world who will be using it for their own projects. And that's already been started. It's in full swing now. And we have the first year of the telescope time, all scheduled with really exciting projects and uh, more projects are going to be proposed in the fall as well. So we've got years and years to go of great scientific discoveries. We're opening up a new window on, on the universe with an incredible tool to do it. Mm-hmm. In such a small amount of time, really a fraction of the time it would have taken for Hubble to take images like this, we already see so much more detail, so much more structure, many more galaxies. Everywhere you look, there's a galaxy or a star. There's, always, there's something, and it really shows that the universe is filled to the brim with stuff in it.
0: Filled to the brim with stuff, to say the least. My next guest has spent four decades documenting every phase of the Hubble and now Webb telescopes and is seen as the on-the-scene historian of those enormously complex collaborations. Joining me now is Robert Smith, historian of space specializing in astronomy or historian of science specializing in astronomy at the University of Alberta at Edmonton. Thanks so much for your time tonight again. My pleasure. Always fun to catch up on these things. So I was really, the, one of the first people I thought of when I saw that first image yesterday was you, because we talked about this, uh, and everything had gone really well in the deployment and so far. What was your take on those first pictures that we're seeing over the last 24 hours?
1: They're terrific. They really show that the telescope is working as planned. Everything went remarkably smoothly in this period between launch and starting of scientific operations, probably more smoothly than (laughs) almost anybody had expected. And this is a huge change from what happened when the Hubble Space Telescope was launched back in 1990, because Hubble had a problem with its main mirror. It was a a bit too flat at the edges, and so the images from Hubble were out of focus for a few years until Hubble uh, shuttle astronauts could go fix it, whereas Webb is working perfectly right from the get-go.
0: You mentioned, of course, for Webb, there would be no fixing if there was a problem, so just as well. You called this, I think, at one point, the biggest gamble in space science history. It seems to have paid off so far. It it is remarkable that it's gone so well so far, and and I guess just the images
1: show that uh, so far so good, right? Absolutely, and as you say, it, it is a telescope that you can't fix by sending astronauts up with screwdrivers. It's a, a million miles away. It's beyond the moon. And there was so much emphasis in the construction of Web on testing, making sure that you'd really tested out the system. You, we'd really driven out any possibility of errors or blunders because... Once a telescope's gone, it's, it's gone. As I say, you can't have an astronaut, as happened with the Hubble Space Telescope, an astronaut go fix it.
0: And uh, there's something for Canada to be proud of here as well, isn't there?
1: There is, because there are two major contributions from the Canadian Space Agency and Canadian scientists, engineers. And, and they come with what's called the fine guidance sensor. And that's a key part of the system that keeps the telescope pointed at the astronomical targets because it's not a question if you move to an astronomical target, you take a snap, then you move to another one. You have to stay pointed at the targets for extended periods of time, often many hours. And so you really need to keep the telescope as stable as you possibly can no jittering um and so the canadian fine guidance sensor has been working extremely well and and the uh telescope is highly stable so that was absolutely critical to its performance canada also provided what is called nearest the near infrared and slitless spectrograph that's one of the four scientific instruments aboard webb And in fact, NIRUS provided data for one of the uh, images that was shown today to do with an exoplanet, an exoplanet over a thousand light years distant. And that information concerns the atmosphere of the exoplanet. So this is a planet moving around a distant star. And the information that came back is that there is water vapour, in the atmosphere of this planet there's cloud there's haze and so it was suspected from hubble observations that there was water vapor in the atmosphere of this very distant planet but um webb has confirmed that and as i say that's a a, a contribution of uh the canadian instrument
0: so if we compare this to what we were able to see with hubble just how much, I mean, I'm looking at the images again now, and they are, they're just so mind-blowingly clear. Um, and I don't fully understand what I'm looking at when I look at the Carina Nebula or the, or the, or the Southern Ring Nebula. But it's just the, the, the quality of the images. How difficult is it to capture that that kind of an image?
1: The telescope has to be working really perfectly. You, this is a highly precise telescope big powerful telescopes are really precision instruments and so they look really big they look kind of clunky but they have to work to incredibly tiny tolerances and so the James Webb images because the Webb mirror is over six meters across those images are very sharp because the telescope is um, a lot larger than Hubble And so the precision of the images depends on the optical performance of the telescope. And the telescope is, because it's working extremely well, then you get those really sharp images. And I encourage everybody um, to actually take a look at those images, and it's easy to do. You could Google the Canadian Space Agency, they're they're on show there, or you go to the NASA website, nasa.gov, And you can zoom in and out of the images and you can really see uh, astonishing amounts of structure and detail, much more than you could see on the front page of a newspaper or uh, from a, a newscast on the TV. And it's really easy to do. As I say, they're readily available at this point.
0: The use of the word stuff everywhere you look was, was interesting because it, it's certainly not scientific, but does it ever describe it well? There must be an overwhelming amount of things to learn from even these images.
1: That's right, and it's, these images represent in a way a kind of graduation party, you could say, for the telescope. It, 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 the the um, scientific life of the telescope has begun. The commissioning period when things were being checked out, things were being tweaked, that's now over. These images show the enormous promise of the telescope. And so, once the scientific programs really start getting underway, then people will find there are questions they should have been asking, things they didn't really realize to start with. Now they're beginning to understand things better. And so hopefully the the current plan is that um, the James Webb Space Telescope will operate for about 20 years in space. And so uh, for the next go round with observations, people will be um, more clued in to what the telescope can do. They will have a clearer sense of what kinds of questions they should be asking. And so the telescope And the uses for it will evolve over time. And so one of the things that's often talked about in connection with these kinds of of projects is the conscious expectation of the unexpected. That is, you're not quite sure what will turn up, but you surely expect things to turn up that you'd not anticipated.
0: Robert Smith is our guest this half hour. He's a historian of science specializing in astronomy at the University of Alberta. He's also documented every phase of the Hubble and now the James Webb Telescope projects. And we're talking about uh, the first images sent back. Uh, we saw one yesterday, some more today from the James Webb Telescope. Absolutely remarkable stuff, so much to learn. And when we come back, we'll talk a bit more about just what lies ahead because we know the science begins now and there's a lot of people uh, eager to get going and we'll find out what they're going to be looking for after this. Robert Smith is our guest this half hour. He's a historian of science specializing in astronomy at the university of Alberta. He's been documenting for decades, been documenting every phase of the Hubble and now Webb telescope journeys. We got a first taste of what Webb will be delivering, uh, over the last 24 hours, an image released at the white house, no less yesterday. Some more, uh, today, uh, how, how much more will we see? I mean, we've talked about this in the past. This is literally going to be like a time machine, what we're going to be able to see with, with, with Webb. Um, what comes next now? You, the, we begin the science, but what will we be seeing as, as individuals? I understand there's going to be some more images coming out later in the week as well.
1: Well, one of the great prizes that um, Webb is pursuing is to see the very first galaxies and stars to form. So the great majority of astronomers believe the um, universe originated in what they call the Big Bang, and they date that to about 13.8 billion years ago. And so the Hubble Space Telescope has reached back in time to about maybe 13.3 billion years. But Webb, its hope will go further than that. And so be able to detect really the very first stars and the very first galaxies to form in the universe. So kind of pushing back the the frontier, pushing to, closer towards the Big Bang than Hubble is able to do. And as you were saying, the, the idea of, of a telescope is very much one of a time machine. And even our eyes are quite effective as kind of time machine because when we see the sun... Well, we see the sun as it was about 500 seconds before because the light has had to travel towards us. Or if we think about Pluto, light takes about five hours to um, get to us from Pluto. But one of the galaxies in the image that was shown at the White House yesterday, um, in fact, is a galaxy that is about 13.1 billion Uh, light years away so the light from that galaxy has traveled for 13.1 billion years before it's hit the mirror of the James Webb space telescope where it's been analyzed radioed back to the earth and then we see it in, in that image so I think that is quite a striking thought so that's one of the really key goals see the very first galaxies and stars to form there are also hopes of exploring the atmospheres of exoplanets, rather like the very first um, set of uh, uh, data to come back from the uh, Canadian uh, instrument, the nearest instrument that detected water vapor in the atmosphere as an exoplanet. So there will be a lot more investigations going on of the atmospheres of exoplanets looking to see if there is uh, evidence of um, materials in those atmospheres that maybe is indicative of the possibility of life in uh, th- those particular kinds of exoplanets. Then there will be further investigations of things that follow up what were shown today in the images to do with the, the death of stars, what happens near the end of the life of the star, looking at galaxies which are interacting with each other, which have giant black holes in the centre. So Webb is really going to be examining the universe from the very near to the very distant, because Webb will also be able to examine Mars, it will examine Jupiter, looking at planets within our own system, solar system, and reaching really out to the very furthest reaches of the universe as well. So it's going to be from within our own solar system to the very furthest reaches of the universe.
0: Um, Professor Smith, I gather you have your work cut out for you as the historian of all this. You're going to have lots to talk about. I'm just happy we're all here to see it. It is remarkable, is it not?
1: Yes, and uh, it was quite striking looking at some of the uh, press conferences and discussions and looking at some of the comments on the images from members of the public today and uh, there's really been, I think, quite a strong emotional kind of response to the images that even if you don't really understand fully what's going on with them, then there's still a power to those images that is um, quite striking, I think.
0: They're wonder- They are truly wonderful. Not to over to use a term that's very much used, but in this case, they are indeed wondrous. I guess Robert Smith. Thank, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate. It. Look forward to checking in with you again when we have more to talk about in this journey of the James Webb Telescope.
1: Yes, and I fully expect lots of exciting stuff to be coming down the line.